You are listening to Speak On It featuring Kirk Dog. I'm am Kirk Dog. Um, want to welcome all our listeners again on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, D Live, and also um, uh, Anchor.fm. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, you can live chat with us doing the live shows. And um, so in Bridgeport, this actually happened last. Uh, last month while we was on vacation. Um, and I've seen the different, kept hearing about it, kept hearing about it. And we never, well, we was on vacation at the time. So, um, um, so it just came out that Connecticut police decided to go ahead and investigate the death of, um, uh, Lauren Smith Field, 23-year-old black woman that was found in her apartment last month after a date with a man she met on a dating app. Um, um, now the woman, Lauren Smith Field, 23, was found after a man she had met on a dating app called, not, called 911 on December the 12th to report that he had woken up to find her unresponsive with a nosebleed. Um, an attorney for Smithfield family, Dornell Crossland, filed the notice of, of claim Friday notifying the city of his intent to sue over what he described as police department racial insensitive handling of the case. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. In which, in his notice of claim, Crossland said Bridgeport uh, police failed to investigate and did not recover critical evidence from the apartment, including a bloodstained bed sheet, a pill, and a used condom until two weeks after Smithfield's death at the urging of her family. Uh, Bridgeport police have not responded uh, to multiple requests for comments about these claims. The family also said that police told them the man she met online, who is 37 and white, was not a person of interest, but did not explain why. And that the initial detective assigned to the case told them to stop calling to inquire about the status of the investigation. Her family said police never notified them of her death and that they learned about it from her landlord. Uh, Mayor Joseph Ganim said uh, Monday that sensitivity and care is of utmost importance when working with the family of a victim, and the handling of the case has been referred to the Police Department Office of Internal Affairs uh, for an investigation. He said he would work with police chief to make changes to the department practice regarding notifying family members of a death. <clears throat> the officer, the chief medical examiner, said Monday that Smith feared death was accidental, accidental, uh, resulting from acute intoxication and due to a combined efforts of fentanyl, hydrocodone, and alcohol, uh, which was um, in her system. In a statement Tuesday, Bridgeport police said that <clears throat> as a result of the medical examiner report, the police narcotic and vice division had 
had opened an investigation. They will be assigned by the Drug Enforcement Administration, uh, the statement said. <clears throat> Crossland said that the family is still waiting, awaiting the result of an independent autopsy and that the medical examiner finding don't cure the police department like a process, uh, but make it worse. If the police had better investigated the, the scene and the man Smithfield was with, he said the family would have, have more answers. A rally was held in Bridgeport on Sunday on what would have been Smithfield's 24th birthday, at which her family and several dozen other called for the state to take over the investigation. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. Um, I believe in the, one of the initial reports was that um, they had been asking the police to to investigate this case and and I believe it came out that the police department said they wasn't going to investigate it um, and they didn't. They did not investigate it, which that always bring up a question. <clears throat> Say for instance, if that guy that called 911, if he was a black guy. And uh, Smithfield was a white girl. Would they have investigated this case? I know some people are going to say, oh, you talk about race too much. But you got to look at it like that because we're in a society where we're still having to deal with racial people. So we have to look at it by race in some of these situations for the simple fact, <clears throat> as uh, NBC News re reported in a report that the man is 37 and white. And that hold up a lot of questions. Would it have been investigated if that was a young white girl, a young white lady, that was murdered, that died, and if a brother would have woke up and found her dead, would they have investigated? I truly feel like they would have. It would have been without a doubt. And even if it um, <clears throat> was no evidence of foul play, that brother would have been held accountable right then and there. So... It it definitely plays a big part in it, and um, um, so we definitely got to look at it, um, got to look at it like that. So, uh, it it plays a part in it because unfortunately, certain crimes when it come down to uh, minorities, they don't get investigated the way they should get investigated. Um, we kind of get pushed up under the rug. Um, so, um, uh, that's the way it is sometimes when, when it's like that. Um, but this family need closure. And then for, um, <clears throat> for, um, the police department not even to notify the family, that's a slap in the face within itself because they should have been notified 
before anyone else was notified. Um, and it's not up to the landlord to notify the family of a death. And here it is. How long was it? How, how much time had passed before they was notified? I know I've watched quite a bit of shows or whatever. And, um, uh, the police would always go and notify the family first before they even identify the person to the public. The family will be notified. If the family haven't been notified, they won't put the person name out. So, um, that's, um, um, that's what we have to deal with on situations like that. Um, but hopefully this family do get justice. Hopefully that police department do change uh, their mindset um, and start treating every case the way it should be treated, regardless of the color of the person's skin, uh, the circumstance or whatever. Every case needs to be investigated properly, uh, regardless of who it is. Um Excuse me. And then also, while this is going on, um, I'm hearing all type of different stories here in Dallas. Um, the other day, a young man, 16 years old, uh, was shot and killed, left on the side of the road to die. And um, uh, luckily, a family came by. Well, a family came by and seen that it was a. They thought it was an accident, but kind of find out it wasn't. Um, he was actually trying to climb out the window of a car, and um, he was left for dead. So, not only that, um, seen today. I guess it happened yesterday. The um, in Atlanta, they're saying it's like two or three kids been killed this year by gun violence. Uh, the latest is six-month-old baby that was shot in a car. Uh, and good thing about it, they did uh, uh, find the perpetrator, and he's under arrest and they're expecting to make more arrests. Um but this is uh this is pretty crazy how people are just picking up guns instead of trying to uh talk and work things out and unfortunately it's out it's never gonna end right um this is from a live uh they did a story i guess it was uh um came out they updated it yesterday uh three young children have been shot so far this year atlanta mayor say mayor andrew Dick dickens is calling for violence to stop um this year just started and according to atlanta mayor uh, andre dickens has already been a violent one after Valid one after three children younger than six years old have been shot. 
Dickens made his remark after six-month-old was shot and killed Monday near Atlanta Anderson Park. The mayor arrived at the scene, emphasized the infant was the third young child shot under the age of six within the city limit this year. Uh, the children are bearing the, the brunt and losing their lives because adults are unable to settle their dispute without going to guns, Dickens uh, said. Here's what we know about the three incidents. Six-month-old near Atlanta Anderson Park, Atlanta police were called to a shooting at 202 Anderson Avenue Northwest by the Dixie Hills neighborhood on January 24th. APD police chief said two people were shooting at each other and the six-month-old was caught in a crossfire. The infant was taken to Grady Hospital where the baby died, according to police. Police said their priority continued to be uh, to identify the two individuals in the gunfire that ended the six-month-old life. But they did catch one of them so far, and they are still working to to uh, catch up with the other one. Uh, one-year-old shot in the head, APD say. A one-year-old child was shot in the head by another child who found the unsecured gun at a home on Harwell Road in northwest Atlanta on January 12th, according to authority. Police said family members and other individuals were in the home at the time of the shooting, but said witness statements were not adding up. The baby was taken to Children's Health Care of Atlanta, where they underwent surgery and remained in critical condition. Police said the one-year-old died three days later from the gunshot wound. Um, last week, the one-year-old mother was arrested and charged with second-degree murder after the children found the gun in a home. Here it is. You have a gun. You have kids in the house. You need to secure that gun. Bottom line. It's no if and buts about it. You have kids in the house. You have a gun in the house. It's your responsibility as the adult to make sure the guns are in a safe place where kids cannot get to them. Um, then the other case, five-year-old struck during Atlanta drive-by shooting on January 19th. By Venetian Hill apartment, according to Atlanta police. Officer arrived at 1829 Camelton Road Southwest near Cajun Seafood Market to find a child had been gazed by a bullet, according to APD. Authorities said the child was taken to nearby to a nearby hospital alert, conscious and breathing. And um uh, the child survived, police said. Investigators said the incident started with two different drivers and two separate vehicles who were shooting at one another. The child was a passenger in an unrelated third vehicle and was struck by random gunfire. Um, Authorities said in an update, police said two individuals were arrested on the scene in connection to the incident. This is terrible. Every time you turn around, it's another shooting. Um, 
during a news conference Monday, Dickens uh, also mentioned recent shooting that killed young children still feels fresh despite this year um, prevalent crime. The mayor alluded to the death of Jakara Dillard, the 17-year-old who was shot and killed at Anderson Park Pool in July 2021, not far from where the infant was killed. Dickens also referenced a seven-year-old who was murdered near Buckhead uh, Plaza in December 2020 and a 4th of July uh, shooting that killed the eight-year-old child that same year. I'm demanding that it stop, he said. We're going to put an end to it. Um, but just a lot of things that Atlanta is trying to do and hopefully um, other cities catch on. Uh, a lot of these uh, governors are signing these um, bills to allow people to open carry with no training at all. And that's not a uh, uh, that's not a not a good thing for the simple fact that um, um, you have just because people is old enough to do it, purchase the gun, pass the background check does not mean they are mental enough to be able to carry a gun. For the simple fact, um, gun violence have gone up so much over this past couple of years. Um, it's crazy. Instead of people uh, not get angry, first thing they do, somebody cut them off, they grab their gun. Road rage. Um, somebody get upset at you. Um, instead of talking it out, they prefer to shoot it out. So in in this day and time, you don't know who's caring, who's not caring. But you need to um, um, need to be able to um, uh, control that. Sorry about that radio chaos. I didn't. I wasn't looking at the comments. Uh, welcome to the show, Radio Chaos. Said, "Hey, Kirk Dog, uh, T. Callis in the house." Said. Hey, Kirk Dog, how radio? I apologize. I was trying to make the points about the gun violence. And um, uh, is it a way to control guns? I feel personally, no, it's not. Because we don't know exactly how many guns is out there. Uh, some, I'm going to say a lot of them are legally uh, out there. And then there's a lot of illegal guns out there. So uh, we really don't know how many guns is out there. I know some people have actually um, <clears throat> uh, inherited guns from from their ancestors, from their parents. Um, when their parents probably had a gun from back in the days and then when they passed on, they also um, end up. Um, um, they end up um, passing where the kids end up getting, or a family member end up getting the gun. And I just feel that it's okay because it's done legally, but you really need to have the proper training. 
There's no reason any child should get shot by a gun in a house. What are the parents there? That's why we need to. Um, um, that's why we need to make sure we are storing our, and storing your weapons properly, uh, because you don't know. Even if if somebody comes to your house, um, and you know it's a child in the house, you need to make sure those weapons are put up. Because if not, you're going to find yourself in a world of trouble. Kind of like this mother was charged with, I believe I said, second degree murder after the child was shot and killed. So that's, that's your life too. You got to do everything to protect yourself. Uh, TKL said, I was wondering why I didn't get a notification on my phone. I now realize my new phone doesn't have me logged in. Yeah, um, that would do it. <laughs> have to be logged in. TKL said, I almost miss you. I have to get that fixed as soon as possible. Sound like you are talking about gun control slash safety. Yes, because there's a lot of people that... Um, that doesn't take it serious enough. Um, say real talk, you have a responsibility as a gun holder. Yes, you do. You definitely do. Because some people think um, um, having a gun is a sport. And I know people that purchase guns quite a bit, but I'm like, hey, you got... 12 and a half guns over there and there's only one of you uh, how are you going to be able to get to all of those I'm sorry my throat still is uh, messed up this weather is crazy um, <clears throat> it started out in the 20s this morning got up to 50 something and then now it done dropped again. So um, my throat doing all type of things. But you really have to be careful when you have guns and kids in the house. Even if the child is just coming by to visit real quick. If you know somebody coming into your home, put them up. Put them up. Get a safe. You could get a a safe for um, probably less than fifty dollars. Um, it'll be it won't be easy for a child to be able to open those open that safe, and um, that's uh, um, what you got to look at. You got to be able to protect. Um, I'm sorry. You got to be able to protect um, yourself. And then um, some city, I got an alert earlier that San Jose, they making it mandatory that gun owners, gun, gun owners uh, carry liability insurance. That could be something that's going to take off. Uh, um, pretty soon for the simple fact that 
once all this happened, you mess around and shoot someone. And, and even, let me explain it to you. Even if you have that insurance and you end up shooting someone or someone find your gun and end up getting hurt, you are responsible. You are. And, um, um, and the thing is with that, you can be sued. So I don't feel, I feel that eventually more people is going to take, um, more states are going to require this. And especially since they are making it easy for people to carry guns, just like automobile insurance, you're going to have to carry uh, gun insurance uh, just to make sure that you're covered in case you end up shooting someone. But even with that insurance, it won't stop you from going to jail if you just decide to shoot someone because you got upset. You will still go to jail. So don't get it twisted. Radio says some people buy the 50 caliber for home defense. That's a serious firearm. Yeah. I'm I'm like this. It's um when it comes down to home defense, you can me personally, I think a good shotgun uh can do the can do the work because if somebody come into your home, if they hear that clack, clack, they finna take off. They ain't finna stand around and look because that's a universal sound that it's about to go down. Hear the racking of that shotgun. Well, um, I personally, um, if I had one, I wouldn't have to rack it because. Um, my wife and I both are here and I don't need it to be if I'm not here and she here by herself she have to try to load the gun or load the shotgun you know shotgun you just rack it in and point you don't even have to be straight but if you point that shotgun or if they hear that shotgun racking, guess what? They finna get some move going because they finna they finna burn out. <laughs> they finna run out the same way they came in because um, they know they chances of doing whatever they was trying to do is slim. Because one thing about a shotgun, you don't have to have a perfect aim. Not unless you're shooting floods. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, I would recommend uh, butt shots for they know they've been hit. And uh, once it hit them, it, trust me, you they're going to fall. Uh, you you fired, they're going to say, ouch. And, um, uh, and the thing is, with a shotgun, I think it's a better home defense than most um, because you – you don't have to really have a perfect aim. You could just rack it and, and go. And a lot of time when they hear it racking, they gone anyway. They won't play around with it because they know what that is. Like I said, that's a universal sound, racking a shotgun. 
And I'm not saying I'm I'm for gun violence, but you do have a right to protect you to protect yourself and also and also protect your your family. Um I seen a um um let me do this real quick. Hold on before I start that.